Welcome back to The Kingdom Matters. And so Jesus does not abandon the concept of kingdom. He actually brings it with him as his very essence. Matthew 4, 17 says, From that time on, Jesus began to preach, The kingdom of heaven is near. The kingdom is near, not in the sense of time, but in the sense of space. Not as in lunch is near and we just have to wait for time to pass, but lunch is near as in the pizza is right here next to me. I can smell it, touch it, and taste it. The good news of the kingdom of God, my friends, is that Jesus brings with him a new context in which to live where he intentionally and lovingly reigns over us. But we have chosen other contexts in which to live. What about politics and government? Do politics give us the proper context in which to live, in which to make sense of our lives as followers of Jesus? We are led to believe that embracing the agenda of a particular political party will certainly fix most of what ails our society. If we could just provide free health care for all, if we could only end abortion, if we could just elect more women to Congress, if we could only get prayer back in the schools and stand when the national anthem is played, if we could get this racism issue solved, maybe then our lives would make sense and we could catch our breath for once. Do earthly governments have what it takes to create the ideal context in which to live? Do laws and presidential mandates contain enough power to establish a society that flourishes and thrives relationally, economically, and spiritually? If we could only elect more Christians to political office, maybe then we could turn the tide of our culture back to God. Based on all the time and money spent in the political realm, especially during election years, you would think that politics and government were our hope. But time and time again, we've seen the political pendulum swing back and forth in an attempt to correct all the wrongs of the previous administration, which makes stability in our culture virtually impossible. What about churches and denominations? Maybe they are the key context in which to live. Hmm, I, I think I may be hitting a little too close to home with this one. I've been around the block for 54 plus years, 32 of them in vocational church ministry, and I've witnessed numerous churches who spend a lot of time and money trying to devise, strategize, and organize a context in which to pigeonhole their members and attenders. You will become a fully devoted follower of Christ if you just follow our vision, they say. Well, maybe not that bluntly, but the implication is that their discipleship pathway, their theology, their high church or house church approach is the best context in which to follow Jesus and make sense of your life. Just worship, grow, serve, and lead in that order, and then bingo, something is supposed to magically happen to make you the person God intends. The truth of the matter is that no one church or denomination can possibly provide everything you need for a stable and durable context in which to live. My fear is that we've put too much stock in ABC Church and XYZ Pastor and are consequently codependent on doing what they tell us to do. We've lost our ability to think on our own, to have a personal vision for our life, and to follow Jesus in the spirit of those original disciples. 
Our spiritual identity is often linked to what church we attend or what denomination we associate with. We subtly size up one another when we ask the question, so what church do you attend? The answer will immediately identify you as a Bible-thumping fundamentalist, a a liberal tree-hugger, a a shallow entertainment-seeking Christian, an over-the-top tongue-speaking healer, or a religious traditionalist that really has no clue about what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus. My friends, churches and denominations cannot provide everything we need. Churches have splits, denominations splinter, and relationships crumble. I know that's disappointing to hear. The church does play an important role in our lives, and I will explore that relationship between the church and the kingdom later. But if the 21st century American church can't provide a stable context in which to live, if a denomination can't deliver an all-encompassing identity and narrative, then what or who can? Well, that's what this podcast is all about. We all inwardly yearn for a lasting and stable context in which to live. And we all know that this world is not it. This country, this world, even our churches fall short in providing an unshakable foundation that brings peace and security. Jesus knows that, my friends. He knows that life is unpredictable, that our emotions are unstable, that our denominational theology isn't perfect, and that our souls need something solid and unchanging on which to cling. But first, we need to let go of what we are clinging to in order to cling to what Jesus offers. We must let go of what we think will bring stability in order to live in a context that does. We need to admit that some trust in chariots and some in horses, Psalm 20, verse 7, and declare that we trust in the name of the Lord our God.